Hello, and welcome to Grow With Soul. I'm Kate Ferris, a coach, writer, hiker, and recovering high achiever, and this is a work in life podcast. Join me for discussions and musings about how our work can be a small and magical part of a bigger, more meaningful life. So come on in, get comfy, and let's begin. Hello, and welcome to Grow a Soul. Today is, shall we say, a low energy episode with Sasha. We were both feeling a little meh about things and decided to talk our way to why that was. We touch on surrender, the seasons, we go into morning and nighttime routines and do you need them? big picture versus day to day, and also all the wordplay around being and having confidence. Life is tiring, so come and be tired with us. Hello. Hi, how are you doing? Good. (laughs) You did a more honest hi there than I did. (laughs) As again, she is lying with that tone. (laughs) (laughs) Because we were just talking before we got on about what a low energy podcast this is going to (laughs) be. No, if you're here for inspiration and motivation today, (laughs) exit out now, sorry. (laughs) Yeah. We've just been sort of like, how are you? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> but, but most people come here to feel like they're sat with friends and that that real, real, that real energy and that real honesty. So this is where we are today, friends. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And okay, so why are you in particular feeling a bit meh? I think there's two reasons. So I've gone back to work and because half of my team was down with COVID at the same time, including myself, I haven't worked my usual rota. So I've worked every day since Saturday and Saturday and Sunday, I was just still still with like COVID cloud brain. And I don't know, it's just a lot of energy. I'm, I'm not used to working full time anymore. And this has felt very full time. I'm like tired. So mm-hmm. yeah, I, maybe I'm, my energy is still catching back up. I don't know, but um, I normally have a bit of a dip between two and four anyway. So it's perfect oh, that right I said in the middle. You, yeah, yeah, it's perfect that I said to you, let's record a podcast in the middle of my energy dip <laughs> of the day. Yes, Ooh, that works. <laughs> that works. <laughs> well, I don't know what you mean about working full time. It's funny if, like, I don't know when it was a couple of weeks ago when I was getting everything together for mapping to be ready, mm. and I was. It was like it was like nine o'clock or whatever at night, and I was about to text my friend to be like, "I have worked such a long day today. Like you will not. I've worked." So, and it was like it was an eight-hour day. <laughs> I was like, "Oh, this is just a normal work day that I've done, and I want like a treat for it." <laughs> but what's got your energy feeling a bit? I think it's. All sorts of things. I think it's very seasonal. Okay. I think 
it's having been very highly focused on one thing for a long time Mm -hmm. and also like some expectations versus reality going on in how that thing has gone is going and sort of dealing with that and just a lot of sort of upheaval but not in like any sort of big dramatic ways just in like oh I thought everything was gonna go my plan A way and Mm -hmm. now I need to create a plan B and a plan C and just that kind of that scrabbling feeling which I don't really like and just Mm -hmm. feeling a little bit like you're not really in control yeah I understand that I I actually recorded a podcast with a friend a couple of weeks ago which is talking a lot about relationships and singlehood and stuff and she asked me she was like oh do you want to be dating are you going to be dating it was a very firm and affirmative no with a full stop at the end and and I said to be honest with with everything else in my life or a lot of other spaces feeling like they're in flux it feels quite nice to have one thing that just has a full stop at the end that is that is definitive so I kind of I understand what you're saying about feeling like you know you're in that weird kind of scrabble unstable oh I need a new plan or a new thing space yeah Mm. I get I get it and it's also that it was kind of like I didn't think I'd feel like that because it's like having all of last year there'd been a real big scramble and scrabble for like all these huge things that were changing and now it's like tiny tiny but it's still affecting Mm, still brings up the big feelings do you feel like it's not relative you're like this is this is kind of quite tiny so the feeling should be tiny to match yeah exactly (laughs) it's like this this is really quite irrelevant but somehow i'm making this mean quite a lot Well, how are you feeling post-COVID and how's that affecting, affected you? I I have been called out and had to call myself out because <laughs> within a 90 minutes, about a couple of weeks ago, my two people said to, the word surrender to me and it oh. made me think of something that I'd written on my Instagram about a year ago. And it said something like um, surrender to the season you're in. And it was based on a a letter, a newsletter that I'd sent out. And so I went back to find it. And all I was meant to do was post it from the grid to my story and say, this is for me today. But instead, I then went to Canva and was like, let's update it. (laughs) And and I I read the caption. And I was like, oh, I really quite like that. And I put that up. And my friend was like, this is really good. But... (laughs) Where aren't you just meant to be sitting still and not doing? Are you supposed to be surrendering? (laughs) And I was like, but I didn't even really have to do very much because the caption was already written. I was just making the caption into the post, and she's just like, "You do not learn." (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, I've had I, I had to call myself out. I think that's how I've always been when I'm not very well and it's it's not very good in that my body needs to shut down for me to kind of listen sometimes I don't often get to that place anymore because things have improved I had plans in my head that when I was self-isolating I was like well I'm gonna read seeing as I have to just stay in this room I'm gonna read all these books and I'm gonna finish watching this program my brain went to mush and I did nothing but watch YouTube videos and sleep for four or five days. That's, that's, I had no concentration, nothing. So 
yeah, I, I definitely feel like I'm I'm awake and there's clarity and, you know, the brain cells are ticking over again a couple of weeks on. But I think that was a learning point for me that I need to bear in mind about practicing what I what I preach. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. still, a, still a pupil in that classroom. Haven't graduated that class yet, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's so much easier to say than to do, isn't it? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it is. So, yeah, I think um, I'm. I was slow before. Then I went to like that ridiculous snails place, and now I'm coming back to my regular slow. Place. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, oh. this is where we are today. We're just staring at each other, <laughs> <laughs> trying to find the next place to go. So, what have you been? sort of working on mm-hmm. either pre the covid or since the covid like cuz i know you've got a workshop on at the moment that's coming up and i'm interested mm-hmm. in that and i will come on to a comparison of where how i've been working just on like how how you're working at the moment and whether you feel like you're really kind of focused and in flow or whether and whether you feel like kind of easeful about it or like you're pushing it I feel easeful about my work because I feel very open at the moment to what it looks like and what it could be I know that part of how I work is made up of working part-time for someone else and another part of how I work is freelance creative writing journaling workshops um, ones that I put on and private ones and it feels easeful because I feel like I'm starting to take myself a little bit more seriously. I'm having, I started this project November last year, I'm having someone work on my branding because I am going to be like a proper, a proper entity, a proper person, mm-hmm. a proper thing, proper business person, adult doing adult things. <laughs> like what? <laughs> so, so there's that. There's something I'm not ready to talk about, but I've made a decision about something else I'm going to do um, or I'm doing. And I feel easeful because I feel peaceful and it feels nice just to take myself seriously. There is probably an, uh, another side to that that doesn't elicit the same good vibes, but um I feel good in terms of how I'm pacing myself only doing workshops like open ones once a month. I'm already gearing up for the fact that in April I'm going to be having a break because I'm kind of working in trimesters this this year and that feels really good. I just think my energy as a person has changed over the last year for various reasons and I'm just it feels like I'm constantly trying to to manage that. Mm, okay, I've got three things I want to talk about. Okay. But so. one Mm. What when you said there's another side to that? Mm. Do you feel you want to go there? I I would if I could connect the thoughts because I was like I feel like I'm onto something good but I can't quite get there. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It might come back to me. I'm not sure. Sorry, I'm back okay. on COVID brain. Like, <laughs> there there were conversations where I would just stop talking in the middle of a sentence and be like don't know what I was saying. <laughs> I've run out of words. Don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, we might come back to that. The second thing was 
It's interesting to me that you say you feel more easeful as a result of taking yourself more seriously, because I think that taking oneself more seriously can often have the opposite effect where you like, like, well, I'm serious now and I have to do everything properly and I have to do all the things. And so, yeah, I'm interested in how that you feel those two things are connected. I think it comes back to, to the thing I said last time where I was talking about things not being revelation anymore is reiteration. And I have to accept that, you know, while all of our life our work lives all of it are a journey and you kind of never really get there I'm not at the beginning anymore and kind of taking that on board and accepting that feels good to know that I'm not really sure where it is I'm, I'm getting to but I'm graduating to a new place I think it's a very it's a very personal perception um type thing just to know that I'm slowly building something that is going to sustain me financially and it feels good to know that it's heading in the right direction and that the thing that I thought I could experiment with and thought I could trust and tentatively stepped into I can and like this workshop that I'm going to be doing it's celebrates a year of me having started doing all of these and to compare and think back to like where I was a year ago and even watch back some of my stories and look at how I was talking or how I presented myself. Mm. And I am realizing that I'm starting to trust myself and take myself a little bit more seriously in, in the things I'm doing, even though I can't necessarily always explain what I'm doing to other people. I think the people who, who get it, get it. Like my people, the people who understand me find me and I don't know pay attention and read mm-hmm. so yeah you know what so would it be fair to say boil that down to a word go on you're confident mm. <laughs> yes yes I was gonna say no I was gonna say I wouldn't I wouldn't associate that word with me but it reminds mm-hmm. me of something that I wrote on my Substack blog blog which is that uh, I got really annoyed with the the diary of a CEO episode that featured Molly May Haig mm. I didn't listen to it all and it, it wasn't because of the 24 hours in the day thing that's been going around forever I actually heard a snippet of it before and she said something like oh well you know confidence you've either got it or you don't Mm. and I thought well I'm calling BS on that because if somebody doesn't feel confident in something that just means they have to write it off forever and never even try and I I wrote something and I think I wrote something along the lines of confidence is is a practice it's 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 habit building it's not a character trait Mm. Mm -hmm. and so you saying you're confident I guess Yes, but maybe what I feel, while I might still feel resistance to that word, I feel I could say I have confidence in this thing because it has been a practice and I've been building and I have been showing up for myself and for others for the last 12 months. So I have built confidence there. So yeah. Mm -hmm, Yeah, and this is so interesting, that kind of difference between... I have confidence and I am confident. Mm. Like how, like just like you're saying, one's a practice, one's a character trait. And to, to, to own one and not the other is like, and, and how one's uncomfortable and one is not. It's like so interesting, that really, really fine line because mm-hmm. what you were describing earlier was just like 
Yes. Uh, and of course, you that the taking yourself seriously because you've done it before, you know you can do it and you know what to do. Like, what is that if not confidence? But is there a difference? Can you have confidence and not be confident? I would be tempted to... I was like, how do I answer this? I'm not really sure. I'd be tempted to say yes. Mm. Because I think there's a lot of places where it is that, that, that line of comfort where I've even come across friends who have published books. They are authors, but they wouldn't describe themselves as authors. They say... Oh, yeah, I write. Mm. But they wouldn't necessarily call themselves the label and own it in that way. And I find it really, both are true facts, but I don't know, I find it really interesting how we mm. approach stuff like that. <laughs> well, and I also find that the, the using words as definitions to be really interesting, <laughs> like both in terms of like, I am an author, I am a doctor. That mm-hmm. that is like what you are is an occupation, yes. I find really interesting. But the same, in terms of like I am confident I am literally can't think of another adjective but (laughs) (laughs) like that how that then seeps into your identity and how you see yourself and and what you do and how you behave in the same way that saying I am not confident changes everything as well and just yeah self-definition so interested in the language we use, the, the things that feel natural to just roll off of our tongue. And I investigate why, because all of this is this wordplay, you call it wordplay, but it has a very real effect on how we live our lives. I find it so interesting just to, to think about very often. <laughs> I just very, very often think about it. <laughs> very often. I'm always thinking about the words, always. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, and then the third thing that you were coming on to earlier was about managing your energy. Mm. And yeah, talk about that. (laughs) (laughs) And also, you don't know this, but those listening will know that the episode before this one is like a solo show about managing energy. So it links. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I've just been learning. I've learned a lot about myself in the last couple of years about... It, they are more labels, but I know they are they are things that are true for me. They're not labels I use to limit or inhibit me. So I am an introvert. I do like regain and restore my energy a lot in solitude. So that's one way that I manage my energy. I make sure I have enough space between things. And I was doing those things and starting to put them in place. And they were starting to make sense before I even had words for it I remember years ago like when I would know that Christmas season was coming up and it was December and there would be all the socials and work things and I would I would actively look at my diary and like plot out days or weekends that I would say no I can't do anything just so it wasn't all go 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 Mm -hmm. and I recognized that about myself before I had a word to put to it so I I, yeah I, I manage my energy in that way I manage my energy through taking note of like what's happening in my cycle through what's happening in just in in my life and in my head through my journal um and I think I also manage my energy by being just ever more compassionate I don't I don't think you can be too compassionate and you, you know somebody might say oh but then that's just like letting yourself off the hook a lot of the time if that's what I need that day all right. <laughs> mm-hmm. But then I also like put deadlines in place so that I, and I know I will meet them because I know my character type and I know I will get things done, but then I don't, I don't go overboard for, for what I know that 
is is possible for me and it might not make sense to anybody else but it makes sense to me mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah i think there's so much around the the frameworks and what is a sensible routine and sensible ways to do things and like sometimes the way that works is the most illogical circuitous route round to get something done but if that's what works that's what works yeah and to not have the perfect methodology routine whatever mm. i know that that's something that i've had a lot of is just the sort of seeking that seamless day where it's all yeah in its place and it all works so and it's all doing and, and it's just like mm, i'm not that person <laughs> Do you know, actually, between January and the beginning of March, wait, where are we? We're, we're, in March. we're middle of February. This has been a long year already. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. But anyway, sometime at the beginning of the year, who knows when. Um, <laughs> I started to think about morning routines and I just like calling nonsense about so many things these days. Like, <laughs> don't listen to me because there's, I don't know, I just think I'm becoming ever more rebellious. But I was like, do you know what? I don't want a morning routine. I don't want, why does everything have to have a routine? Why does everything have to have six or eight steps? I don't want to do that. So what I started doing quite successfully is picking one thing, single tasking, one thing. So my thing my, and I had three things and I would wake up and depending on what I felt like on the day is what I would do. So I said, you either get out, which means get out the house and maybe achieve the, do the life admin things or, you know, go to the post office. I don't, or maybe you're just getting out and getting some fresh air, going for a walk, get out, write it out. So that would either be writing on London writer's hour or journaling or workout, um, moving my body in some way. And instead of trying to do like, 18 minutes of all three of those things Mm -hmm. in the morning I just pick one Mm -hmm. (laughs) and that's another way I think that I manage my energy because a I'm picking one and b I just I wake up and decide what I feel like on the day Mm -hmm. like there's space for rebelliousness that's contained within making sure your life stays on track and doesn't disappear off somewhere yeah Mm. um I've listened to a podcast I think it was the Emma Gunn's show with Johan Hari, I think his name is, and he's written a book about, um, it's not about social media, but it is is about concentration and how our concentration is, is changing. And I know it's something well documented about getting back into flow after you like switch to something else. Mm-hmm. It can take you almost 25 minutes. So mm-hmm. I'm really trying to be aware and I'm noticing it. I, I used to be able to listen to music in the background while I was doing things. Oh, God, and no. now it, it must, it must be silent. <laughs> I, I can really only focus on one thing Ooh. at a time. I stayed with my friend a couple of weeks ago and she was doing work with both music and the television on. I was just sat there like, what is happening? So many stimuli. <laughs> um, but yeah, like my morning routine is I get up, I brush my teeth, I get dressed, I make a cup of tea. Three-step morning routine. Because anything else is actually just a barrier to starting. Like, I don't need anything else to... I don't even know what anything else would do for me at that point. Like, because I... uh, By that point, 
I'm I'm ready more or less to start. Like I might put music on for 10 minutes to kind of have a little rebel moment that I'm not starting work right away. <laughs> but that I don't need anything else to kind of be conducive to me getting into the mood because I'm I'm there. Yeah. So I'm just adding things for the sake of it by that point. And so I think I like the idea of having a morning routine more than I want or need a morning routine. <laughs> This is a shiny, nice thing, but I'm mm. like, but you stay over there. Do not want. Mm. Do you have a nighttime routine? <laughs> no, um, no. I just know that what I need to start winding down very early. So I don't think I have a routine, but I do think I have kind of a few rules in place. Just like no overhead lighting. It's very unnecessary. It needs <laughs> to be a lamp or candlelight or mm-hmm. like very low lighting because I need to help my brain kind of switch off. If I have worn makeup that day, I make sure I wash it off like four hours before bed because I used to, I don't know why, but I used to say, oh, you know, this is what you do before bed. You like wash your face and do whatever, but that will wake me up. So I make sure I've done that hours before. I'm not very good at reading. I know some people like read before bed, but I know that that's not my time. I'm a read in the morning type person. No, I have no routine. Mm -hmm. No, just turn the lights down low and that's it. <laughs> I go to sleep <laughs> because that I have started. I have quite the nighttime routine. Oh, um, okay. partly because my hot water is a nightmare, so it take. I have to get the hot water turned on at least two hours before I want to be having a bath. <laughs> So my hot water, my night night time starts at like six or seven when I remember to put the hot water on. (laughs) I and I've I changed it around because I used to bath really really late. Like I'd Mm. sometimes not be getting out till midnight, Mm. Um, and I was finding that was just sort of like. I don't know, not feeling great or particularly healthy. Mm-hmm. So, and although it's like last night, I got out at half 11, which isn't exactly better, but I am trying to push that time back. And what I started doing is this kind of little rebellious thing, like I said about listening to music at the beginning of the workday. Mm-hmm. I like, because for so long I would get out of the bath, do my teeth, do my face, sleep. Mm-hmm. I was starting to like, you know, that kind of revenge bedtime thing where you're like, I don't yes. want to go to bed yet. I was starting to get that. Mm-hmm. And so what I've started doing is trying to have the bath a bit earlier. And then I make myself a chamomile latte, which is half hot milk, half chamomile tea, spoonful of honey. Mm. Lovely. And then I read for like 20 minutes, half an hour, have my little drink and then teeth face bed but it, I just feel a little bit less like I've been harangued into going to bed, going to bed. no that makes <laughs> of sense to me yeah you're like I'm deciding to to have this time and it just stretches things out a little mm. bit and you feel like you're living a little bit more life before yeah yeah which is bed. it's sort of like a kind of toddler's version or like you know <laughs> when a five-year-old's like do fish have bones and you know all the things like my version of that that I've suddenly decided that I really need to have but I don't know whether it's helping me sleep better or not because there are still long nights of staring at the ceiling especially around full moon time but I do think it is my sleep is getting a bit better that I I seem to be going off quicker and I also think part of that is just that because I have that time between bath and bed my core body temperature drops um Mm, mm. yeah 
so funny the way that we we manage stuff like that yeah I've realized like there just can be no light for me at all Mm -hmm. so as much as I would like to watch the tv I'm like nope that needs to go off Mm -hmm. I can't sleep I I had a little salt lamp on and if I wake up like that is too much light it needs to be pitch black I remember staying in a hotel room once that had, I don't know even what it was, but it was some sort of device that had a piercing blue light, just like a oh, tiny, no. tiny one. And it like, it was like I was being tortured. <laughs> I, I, I couldn't put anything across it because it was like on the ceiling. And yeah, that was not a fun week for me. But it's, it's interesting talking, of, I don't know how we got into routines, but um, what I'm now sort of in the middle of mm. is having craved routine for a really long time okay. when I wasn't in any sort of flow or ability to be in flow with work and everything mm-hmm. was very like up in the air. I was just like, I just want a routine. When I get a routine, I'll be fine. Mm. And now I'm getting into a routine. I'm like, oh God, is this my life? <laughs> oh my gosh. Is this all I'm looking forward to? <laughs> I live in that place. I find myself constantly, like, even though I'm I'm rebellious against like a morning or an evening routine, I'm like, yeah, I don't really care. Um, but during the work day, I'm still trying to figure out what that looks like. And for me, it's annoying because I... I work a rotor that isn't the same all the time. My oh. hours are the same, but like the days and stuff can shift. And I'm trying to figure out, okay, so like when when do I fit in freelance work and when do I when do I fit in work around that? And if I'm working this kind of shift and day, what does that look like? And I think I've got it. And then I might do it for a couple of days and I'm like, I want freedom, I want to break routine, I don't like it anymore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just like, you are beyond help, woman. <laughs> <laughs> oh. but can, can breaking the routine be part of the routine yes i love that and yes <laughs> that was very emphatic go on <laughs> I, I just i just love what you said yeah can breaking the routine be part of the routine yeah it's almost like a trick of the mind where you're accounting for this this time and space to kind of do what you want almost like with your nighttime routine where you're like okay i'm gonna have the bath but then i'm gonna have the chamomile latte and i'm gonna read and it's it is it's a it's a jedi mind trick (laughs) and i think maybe that's what i need to put in place here i am finding at the moment some of my work is finishing at two o'clock and I'm like, okay, I'll come home and I'll give myself two hours and then I'll start again at four and that's not really happening. I'm finding my energy is really sapped sometimes. And even if you want to do something, it's just, it's just not there. It's just, and that is, that's hard to manage. That's a struggle. But yeah, I'm not looking for balance. I'm, I'm not looking for that. I'm, I don't know. I just want to kind of make everything fit, and I don't know. It's just, it's just weird. <laughs> well, I think that thing of I want to do something, but I literally don't have the energy can create almost a kind of panic of like, oh god, I'm not gonna have energy ever again. And what I quite often find is find is that as long as I remember, oh no, it does come back. It does. Yeah. Then it's all right, and it's like, okay, it doesn't. I can't do this now but I am gonna lie on the sofa and that's okay because by seven o'clock I will Mm. be able to do this thing yes I've got written on a post-it just up here it says it's part of your 
process and it's really important for me to look at that like quite often it's not even to remind myself because it's not out of my mind now it's like lodged in there but um just to just maybe as a small reassurance sometimes but I'm, I'm getting less panicked when things like this happen because I'm like, it, it will come back. It always comes back. Like, you'll figure it out. Don't worry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and in that way, that kind of, that routine is quite comforting to me on a day-to-day macro level of okay. like, oh, it's fine. This is my lie down time. <laughs> I, I There will come another time where it's not my lie down time where I'll be able to do things. But then when it's when I start to just zoom out and it's like, okay, well, tomorrow's going to be the same as this. And the day after that's going to be the same as this. And the day after that's going to be the same okay. as this. And it's also going to be the same as this in two months time. And and that kind of feeling of nothing ever changing. Yes. And of redoing, like, I used, when I used to work in restaurants, the thing that was most depressing about it was that mm. you'd set everything up for service and then mm-hmm. it would all get destroyed. And then the mm-hmm. next day you'd set it and it was just this constant just loop where you never, it was just the same, the same, the same, the same. And I hated that. It drove mm-hmm. me nuts. And I think that's sort of where I've got to of just like, oh, I've got this nice routine, but mm, <laughs> do I want it for the rest of my life? <laughs> Oh my gosh, just avoid asking that question. I, what seems to be... Hmm, That's interesting you say that. What seems to be getting me through a lot is focusing on the day, not really looking too far down the line. But now I do also understand... Hmm, I have no answers. <laughs> no answers. Only empathy, friend. That's all I got. And I think that there is like, I'm a fan of looking at the day. (laughs) But also, if you look at the day, then 50 years of days go past. And where are so there needs to be a balance. And I do think there is something about late winter. And I get I always get this every year, late winter, where it's like you'd start to look because there's just the tiny, tiniest little shoots and things and you like there was a really sunny couple of days a few weeks ago mm. and I was out for a walk and it was that low light and I just, you could just imagine it was like nine o'clock on a July night. It was that kind of feeling mm. and it was just like, oh, that's going to be so good. And you sort of, you can start to feel you can start to project forwards more than you can in sort of December and January, where it's just like, it will never be light again. (laughs) And I think that that's part of what it is, is that I seem to be turning in my head more like, big picture long term mm-hmm. and and at being out of the days and therefore out of presence i mean this is live me like therapizing myself so <laughs> this is, i've not thought about this before it's coming out of my mouth but that's i think sort of where i am and that kind of it's not low energy just the meh energy i think is to do with trying to look forward but not seeing i don't know what i want to see or not really being able to place myself there i don't know Hmm. I think the thing that does scare me a little bit, because I know, I know that small steps get you places and they say, chunk it down, chunk it down until, you know, it's manageable. But the thing I think I'm a little bit scared about, as much as I'm like, there is no upper limit on compassion, is if I have a day where I don't do something, and I think it's similar to what you were saying, 
and then I have another day where I, I don't do something and another day then I and I end up with nothing <laughs> <laughs> and that scares me because as much as you think oh you know there's however long until I don't know the end of the year or mm. I don't know your creating season or whatever but but then I know I don't I don't I don't work like that I don't work in like tiny little chunks every day I have like a whole creative outburst and then I'll have nothing for a couple of weeks Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I'm not a small chunks everyday kind of person that's not really how my projects and anything I bring to life gets done so the thought of that doesn't really help me because my brain just doesn't work like that it's just constantly me trying to tell myself just having to tell myself don't be scared (laughs) yeah like just just don't be scared it'll be all right the way you work is the way you work your process is your process you you still get there but yeah even even by my standards sometimes I scare myself because I'm like um hello <laughs> or this thing that you said you wanted to do can you just yeah <laughs> yeah I think about getting hit by a bus quite a lot <laughs> um where did that come from like in terms of if I got hit by a bus in six months time I would be so gutted that I hadn't done this <laughs> Oh, do you know what? I have much mundane thoughts like that. Not mundane, morbid. That's right. <laughs> morbid thoughts like that too, actually. And it's sometimes I find them kind of. I do find them motivating. Yeah, me too. I don't know if I'm meant to, but I do. No, I think that. When I used to listen to the Being Boss podcast, Kathleen used to say, I think about my deathbed a lot. (laughs) It is like that kind of thing of like, no, it just cuts through everything to like, this is what actually matters. This is what's actually meaningful. Because it's only ever, it's, it's never like, oh, here are the 15 to 25 things I wish I'd done if I was hit by a bus in six months' time. It's always like one, maybe two things. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But yeah, I think that thing you're saying about kind of pushing things off to tomorrow and the next day and the next day, I think that happens with things that are either unimportant mm-hmm. or really important. Mm. Yeah. And then you have the days where you constantly pick the the unimportant thing. Mm -hmm. Stop focusing on this. It doesn't matter. (laughs) (sighs) But, gosh, life makes me tired sometimes. (laughs) I'm managing myself and trying to figure myself out. And I'm like, oh, can't you just just get it? Just get there. Let's do like a Pinterest bracket. Pinterest quote graphic of life makes me tired sometimes. <laughs> Pin that to your motivational board. <laughs> <laughs> that right there, that is true motivation. That is, that, that is the real stuff. Yeah. Life makes me tired. <sighs> <sighs> Well, does that feel like quite a nice place to wrap up? <laughs> Life makes me tired. Should we leave it at that? Is that our conclusion? <laughs> or do we need to draw it back to something a little bit more? <laughs> oh my gosh. I think there was, I don't know if there was a couple of things you you wanted to talk about, but um, <laughs> we could, uh, when we started on being tired, we, we gave a warning. Mm-hmm. We said low energy and we ended on Life makes me tired. So, I mean, full circle. <laughs> and, and also, you know what? Life does make you tired. And, like, we need to stop expecting life to not make us tired. 
Like, mm. is, life is literally the most tiring thing. <laughs> I'm trying to be profound here, actually. I know like, you are. <laughs> like, 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 it's a joke, but also, what's more it's tiring true. than life? <laughs> it's true. We need to stop expecting unreasonable things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah, I understand you, friend. Compassion. <laughs> Oh my gosh. We're hilarious. But I do just wish that from somewhere, some energy would just bestow itself upon me and just last for the duration that I needed it to last. Because, yeah, this whole managing and figuring out stuff, it's not really working for me sometimes. But we will get there. Mm -hmm. And you know what? Listen Mm. to the episode before this one because it's all about that. So you're (laughs) going to be fine. You'll have have all the tips. I need need (laughs) tips quite evidently. Because, yeah, it is that that roller coaster. I'm not going to repeat myself because everybody listening's already heard this, but it is this sort of what it was the difference between having energy to use and energy to hold. And so I'm trying to hold energy, and that as much mm-hmm. as that is going out comes back in. Okay. And that I'm not trying to be like, okay, I've got the energy, let's throw it. <laughs> at the thing and then it's all gone it's like this little bit goes mm-hmm. but the rest I'm holding on to that makes sense yeah I can't wait to listen to this episode by the way. <laughs> yeah I'm ready I'll be with like pen in hand I always take at least I'd say somewhere between one and three quotes from one of your from your podcasts they make it into my commonplace which is sat right to the right of this screen well do you think you could maybe send them to me so I can then <laughs> Because I'm like, I can't be bothered to make Pinterest graphics out of it. (laughs) If you could make me send that, would be really great. (laughs) But also, I think it's always interesting to see what lands for other people. Because sometimes you can be like... This is some good stuff. This is a this is a quotable thing, and then other times it's like this random bit of sentence (laughs) that people like, wow. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, I guess that's all right too, yeah. But that wasn't the bit that I had in my mind. Can, can you also shed some light on this that I thought was really good? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Hmm. <sighs> okay, well, night-night. <laughs> I think I really wish I could go to, go to sleep. To be fair, I might have a little cat nap. Mm. I'm, like, I apologise, I, I have no energy, but it's just me being real, right? Yeah. I, I hope that's why you're here. <laughs> Yeah, that's why I'm here. I can feel low energy. Let's model low energy to the world. Um, which is really what we're doing is this episode just sort of peters out into us saying <laughs> words. Um, so I might stop recording. <laughs> yeah, 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 okay, yeah, bye. Okay, bye. <laughs> Any links we mentioned you will find in the show notes on my website at simpleandseason.com forward slash podcast and you can find me and Sasha on Instagram I'm at simple and season and she's at frank and feel if you have a friend who you think would really like this conversation then please do send them the link and share where you're listening online too and until next time I hope you grow a soul